Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Art City of Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, I just ended up going down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and I just realized a lot of different things. You guys watch this podcast, and this is all about valuing yourself and not putting yourself into society's boxes of labels in which they believe you are, and this is the only thing you will ever amount to, a las America. Now, apparently there's this movement. And my wife had showed me uh, the video and I was like, see, this is the problem. So my perspective was, oh, my God, they get some hood ass African-American woman to say, oh, this is why men travel to Thailand. So they could do this and do that with the women and do this and do go to the Philippines and all this. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, African-American women, shut the fuck up. You have no idea how difficult life is for black people abroad already. Okay, you saying that is going to make women in this country attack us. But anyways, I didn't think anything of it until something came up in my algorithm on YouTube. And I was like, well, what the hell is a passport, a passport bro? Well, apparently, a passport, bro, is... Now, this is specifically African-American men. I do not hear anything else of white people or or Mexicans, you know, America, they have their labels. Apparently there are only four races on the planet. And I hear nothing else about this. This is specifically African-American women being very angry at African-American men for leaving the country. Now, the thing is they call them passport bros because they're going to other countries where apparently, now this is a very degrading approach to life, but whatever. Uh, and it's kind of like what older white men came here to Thailand for, too. We have wife tourists. The younger white men are the sex tourists because they know that they could come to the entire continent of Asia. And having sex is very, very easy for them. I'm just telling you from what I had seen over the last 10 years. Boy, you have no idea what I saw in the language centers. Shit, I used to work with teachers who had sex with their own kids, and those kids were barely even 15, 16. Nobody bats an eye out here in this country. And so, again, considering all the different demographics, you never had these different types of people before. All I would say is like, oh, okay, an older white guy, he obviously got married to a woman here because he's escaping problems back home. It was nothing about the society as a whole. It was the individual. And those are the people who I worked for. I mean, I'm sorry, not worked for, worked with. And so, next thing you know, this movement of African-American men end up, uh, it, it ends up coming into fruition. And African-American women are very angry that they are leaving. Now, again, going to another country for submissive women, is that predatory behavior? No, but I mean, the older white guys kind of do the same thing when they come, they when they go to different countries too. So if you're gonna call out African-Americans that do this, you gotta call out everybody. That's number one. Number two, submissive, <laughs> me, I, I never had intention of that. Huh. My goal when I left America 10 years ago was to get the fuck away from my family, number one. <laughs> okay, number two was to literally, you know, to say fuck off America for good, let's be honest. My goal was just to say, you know what, fuck all of this country. I'm sick of your your labels. I'm sick of your racism. I'm sick of the anger. I'm sick of the... And can you imagine American society has completely plummeted over the last 10 years? So I'm very grateful. Can you imagine 2013 was totally fine shit compared to what the, the batshit eightness is that's happening right now. But anyways, in saying that, you know, and then three, I just wanted to go further down that rabbit hole. I took a red pill, like the movie, The Matrix, you got blue pill, red pill. 
the Americans that wake up in that same society over and over and over day after day with the same life and they're not doing anything to better them, their lives, that's called the blue pill. Just wake up every day, do the same thing that you've always done. Boom, that's it. But when you take the red pill, you're going to see how deep that rabbit hole goes. Now, you guys already know, in 2013, that was a rabbit hole that I would not even wish amongst the worst people in, on this planet. Being completely ousted in society, ostracized. You know, black teachers are dirty. All the ew, black man, low-class pimp, black people stink, black people this, black people that. The heinous, disgusting, repugnant comments that I got for, from women. Probably all the way through till maybe upwards to 2019, I guess. I have no idea. Um, it was ugly. It was ugly. And I wish that the people who actually have the platforms now would actually call that shit out and just say, well, to be honest with you, you know, my intent was I went to this country, but then I realized how racist women were towards this specific demographic. But nonetheless, in saying that, my intent was to grow. I realized that my family was dying or they probably had already died mentally. They had no goals. They had nothing. I wanted to discover because I live on this planet and I'm in this life once, once. I had just lived in Australia for a year. What's your excuse then? Why are you going to Australia? What, because you know, Australian women like white, but black men. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck told you that, but that's not what it was. Australian women, oh my, yeah, right. No offense, but that's not the experience I had. I didn't have one Australian woman friend. As a matter of fact, is yeah, I think I did for about a month in Melbourne. But after that, for the next 11 months, I did not have one friend. I was too bubbly. I was too driven. I was too personable. See, this is what African-American women say to uh, African-American men. Oh, you're too this. You don't dress right. You don't have Jordans. You don't have this. You don't have that. It's always a you don't have game. Their, per their perspective on life and their perspectives in general are fried. Because it's always that nothing's ever good enough. And so men are like, you know what? Let me go to another country. Now, for whatever purpose they go there for is entirely up to them. But when I look at it and I say to myself, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go to this specific country and I'm going to, you know, see what I discover there. And then they end up meeting someone. You can't be angry. There's no tradi – I don't even know what a traditional woman is. What is that? A girl who cleans up? That, oh, are you talking about Japan? And those women are already fighting against that bullshit too. They're like, no, nah, I want a career now too. That's why depopulation right now is happening in Japan because men still want them to stay home and do what the traditional Japanese women did back in the 1940s, 50s, 60s. But they're saying, fuck that. So now there's a battle. So a traditional woman, a woman who cooks and cleans, to be honest with you, I clean every day. And in Thailand, I hire cleaning services so that they could do an even better job. I don't know. I don't, did I move to another country to have a woman just take care of me? No, I guess that's what a lot of older white men did back in 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, and still up to this day. And if the brothers are coming out here to have a woman take care of them, well, I don't know. I do not know. I think that's a pretty shitty perspective. But at the same time, I came here to grow as an individual. I had no idea what to do. Hell, I just got some teaching certificates, finished up everything, all the coursework, and I came out here. 
And so I do not understand. And I look at it from a different perspective, but like the African-American women perspective, this wasn't even about the movement right now. They were already getting very angry before that. When I dated a Filipino girl back in 2007, 2008, and I remember being downtown in 2008 with another Japanese girl. This is when we had broken up, me and the Filipino girl. There were white men and black men said, ooh, Asia persuasion, looking at women as in exotic animals. And me, I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? I was totally confused. But every time I saw a black woman, she always looked down and she always said, Psh, what about us? Uh, no, I'm good with your attitude. Thanks. Uh, you could find someone else who's going to put up with that bullshit. There's a bunch of niggas that smoke weed all day and sell drugs in just about any hood ass area in a bullshit ass city out there in America that you could find where you could argue with him. He could put hands on you. You'll blame him and get his ass thrown in jail. I'm not that type of guy. Sorry. I am driven. I am charismatic. I am here for empowerment and leaving my lasting legacy and impact on society as a whole. African-American women would freak the fuck out and run in the, uh, the next direction if they ever heard my purpose statement. So I say that just because I need to get that off my chest because I just think that, you know, a lot of people like, oh, yeah, you're going to Thailand to meet a woman. I'm like, uh, do you know that Thai women, the major vast majority of them only prefer white men? What is this bullshit that you are speaking? Yes, the tides have changed since obviously Black Panther and a few other things. But seriously, what are you speaking? None of this actually makes any goddamn sense. You know, um, you know, black men going to the Philippines, maybe, maybe. But again, if a black man goes to Indonesia, you could forget about it. They got laws that if you have <laughs> fornication with the woman outside of marriage, your ass is going to get hung. Okay, you can't go to Indonesia, Vietnam, maybe, but they are much, it's not about education, it's more, they're more enlightened, let's put it that way. So when I meet Vietnamese women, or met Vietnamese women four years ago, and they were absolutely beautiful beyond comprehension, um, they always smiled, they always said hello, they were always very nice, but here in Thailand, they take big, two big steps away from me, and they look away, or they give me dirty looks, or they hold their nose. So. I don't know what is this bullshit in terms of African-American women saying, yeah, you're going to these countries because women aren't educated. Uh, no, they're educated. It's just there's a lot of colorism and a lot of racism and things that they've been brought up in where they just prefer white men. I don't know. I, and to be honest with you, I'm shocked that a lot of black men are actually even coming to Asia considering it's bad track record towards black men in general. You know, I guess Colombia would be a place. Me, I would never go to South America, but I'm good. Plus, obviously, me, and me having a wife right now, of course. And, and having a wife, I could give a damn about any of that. But I guess that's to sum it up. People, for 23 years in America, I had one girlfriend, a Filipino-American. Um, No one else liked me. I loved a number of different women. They never liked me back. The last one, Alisa. Alisa, I went to college with her back in 2006. I liked her. She's a nurse right now and a total bitch. But I liked her so much. I visited her six years ago. That was the last time I had ever spoken to her. I was supposed to visit her. And next year, she had a boyfriend. Anytime she gets a boyfriend, she disappears. This is basically what her MO is. But I liked her, but she never liked me back. 
I like the other girl, Shayla. I like so many women. Even in my dental assistant course, I liked a number of women from so many different backgrounds. Romanian, Mexican, Puerto Rican, American, you name it, they never liked me back. So I thought something was wrong with me. But then all of a sudden, of course, I go to one of the most openly racist countries on the planet towards Black people, but I end up striking El Dorado. And I got lucky because I overcame all the problems in my past. And so here I now am in terms of what I'm doing in my life. So to be honest with you, regardless, if people are like, oh, you're going to another country because of this or that or that, I'm going to another country because I could give a fuck about America. That's basically what my thing was. 2013, I said, America is just too boring for me. This is too trivial. This is too predictable. I need to spice things up. And I lived in Australia, and Australia was pretty amazing, but the people were just too fucking boring and too up their asses. So I said, man, I need to get my ass out of here, and I'm going to go to another place. And, of course, I ended up coming here to Thailand. And but lo and behold, it was not what I thought it would be. But now, seeing what it is now, I'm very grateful. So with that being said, people, thanks for tuning in. Over and out.